And welcome to another episode of the Paul Jacoby Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Jacoby. And today we have a very, very special guest. The man, the myth, the legend, Jackie Simple Jake. How we doing today, bud? Dude, bro. I, I, I'm great, man. <laughs> I don't know so how much sleep sick, I got, dude. but I'm good. So sick, dude. Thank you for coming on the podcast bro. today. Jackie, glad to have you, my man. Very, very over... Very overwhelmingly happy that you you made it on today, dude. Dude, I'm like overwhelmed all the time. So just for the, just for the head. <laughs> yes, you are. I can't just, deal. <laughs> just just for a heads up for our listeners, Jackie Simple Jake is a musician. So what you play the guitar and you're a rapper, is that correct? I do a little bit of everything, but that's right. A little bit of everything. Go in, go a little bit deeper for our for our guests here with that. So from the ground up, I suck, and then I got real good at playing guitar when I was a wee lad, and I've been playing guitar for like ten years. So, but all that shit like transfers into it. I've always been like a fucking goofball. Always wanted to be in front of a camera and shit. So all that energy and knowledge and music kind of transfers well. So I do hip hop shit now. I do a little piano, produce my own music come up with my own weird ass bars and i have a lot of fun bars on bars baby what's good with it bro bars and no one gives a shit about bars but i still pump them Dude, out. i always try to remind you jackie every time i see you what do i say what's the hook gonna be uh-oh i don't need no hook on this beat that's dude that is one of the best hooks ever saying i don't need it it's so ironic and it's so catchy and it's like, yes, you do need a hook because that's what makes a song. That's what goes on the radio. All right. That's all I'm going to say. Shout out to Swish It House. Hell yeah. Uh, hey, wait, real quick. Shout out my sewer kids, though. Y'all know what I mean. Yeah, what's up, sewer that. squad? Sewer kids, bruh. <laughs> we had bad homes. <laughs> wait, so sewer kids. Go. Were you talking to people in general, or did he have a sewer squad? Baby? It's a fucking, there's a squad, but there's a, you know what, energy recycles, man. It, and I learned that working at a restaurant, because when I left, another idiot showed up and took my place. But the point is, is that, like, what is the point, dude? <laughs> Honestly. Dude, this is incredible. <laughs> this is going but even better. Than shout out my sewer kids. Shout out my Venice Beach bum homies. Anyone out there, shout out my, my hooligans, squad. bro. Hooligans, <laughs> baby. What's up with it? Dude, so I don't know where that came from, but that was beautiful. Uh, but what up, Sewer Squad? It's hey, a so, thing. <laughs> so, so, Jake, all in all, you know, where did you get this passion for music and what drives you as an artist? Shit, bro. <laughs> as if I've never even asked that question myself. <laughs> okay, so one thing. Here's what's funny. Long story short, I don't know my dad. <laughs> you don't? Well, I do and I don't, but the point is he was gone. And then when I finally met up with him, him and I were like exactly alike, despite him being absent. So I got to say it runs in the family because he runs plays bass. He's a musician and he's a fucking lunatic. He's and a bass man. Yeah, 
he's weird. He's not funny. <laughs> he's not <laughs> funny at all. But that's why I love him, bro. And that's why he is funny. But um, so, that's part of it. So what happened to your dad? If I can ask, if that's okay. Oh, dude, no worries, dude. Uh, my mom and dad, they are, they're real smart. <laughs> <laughs> they're real smart. Uh-huh. And they, uh, dude, my dad is 10 years younger than my mom. <laughs> Actually, 12, if I'm going to be exact. She's a cougar. He was, an, he was a kid, and he bothered her every day, and she said no. And then one day she shows up at his restaurant. She probably got rejected because she's like, hey, you want to go out? And he's like, dude. And that's how it happened. Set up for failure, bro. <laughs> but they're cool. They're cool people. But he split when I was young. Where did he go? Uh, <laughs> a little bit of everywhere in the States. And then he left and he went to Japan. Went to Japan, dude. Uh, did he have a reason? Does he speak Japanese? He speaks Japanese now. He speaks Spanish now, specifically Puerto Rican Spanish. Ooh, Puerto, Puerto, Rican. Puerto Ricano, and I'm probably butchering that. Uh-huh. Yo soy Puerto Ricano. Mi padre is Puerto. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> you are. He is. Uh, you are of the Montoyan bloodline, right? Do you know what Montoya means? It means man on a mountain. That's part of the origin name. A mountain man. Right, which is funny because that's where my dad went because he had a plan, but he didn't. And then he went to Japan, and yeah. And so then so he's like – your dad goes to Japan. <laughs> yes. And what happens when he lands there? His connect and his plan fall to shit, and he had no one to care for him, and he had no job, and he didn't speak the language. So he <laughs> – it's like getting worse and worse. <laughs> He decided to go into the jungle and, well, a little more background. He always, he grew up as a farm kid back in Colombia. So he knew how to work the land and he decided to just live off of the land, which is hella risky at first. But then as time went on, he started to figure it out and decided to integrate back with society. Because before he was going buck wild in the fucking forest, killing animals, doing shit that you would never want to do. (laughs) <laughs> so, it was, I mean, it's kind of impressive surviving in a foreign land out in the middle of nowhere by himself and uh, just living off the land. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's more impressive is that if you met him, you wouldn't think that's impressive. What's impressive is that he got married again. <laughs> like, so he, did he marry your mom? He did, but they never got divorced. So technically he's still married. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You have a beautiful life, Jake. Bro, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I do. I can't. I can't like not. So you're. Everything. Let's go back. So sure, your dad's sure. out here. He's survival, surviving in the wilderness. How does he reintegrate? You just. I. I'm guessing you can't just come in and walk back out of the forest and be like, I'm here. And, like, he doesn't even speak the language, right, still? Because he's out in the forest. You know what's funny is some people do that. (laughs) You'd be surprised. If it was in L.A. and you didn't know the language, you could totally do that. But anyways, his uh, the person that he originally was in contact with that was going to help him, like, set up a life out there, he somehow got a hold of them, and they felt pretty guilty. I'm not sure exactly what happened. I wasn't there. Yeah. But he he hit it off with them, and they decided, okay, like let me get you off on the right foot because, you know, you're, you're not doing so well. And from there on, 
he eventually became a language teacher as he started to pick up the Japanese language a little more because he's fluent in English and Spanish. He's bilingual. And you now know, he's trilingual. Now he's trilingual. And out there, language is very important. You, English, we were having a conversation about that. Yeah. English is their Spanish to us. Yes. So, uh, C. C. We still don't know it. <laughs> yeah. We're not the smartest crew here, but we try. We try our best. So, um, so your dad's out in the wilderness. He becomes a, a tutor for English and Spanish. And, uh, and how old were you then? That's a good question. Uh, I mean, shit. Probably, I was probably like 10 or 12 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to recollect. Because... Uh, he split when I was probably around like five or so. So you're like preteen, yeah, and your dad's just out in the wilderness. He playing left Rambo. Yeah, that's the thing, bro. He looks Japan. like he looks like um you. I've seen a picture. He does, Where but he also looks a like a terrorist right here. Yeah, he's, he's got the whole yeah. jihad thing going on. You might yeah, want to blank that. Out. <laughs> no, because he does have, though. You guys have the same like right here, right here. You guys are the same, dude. It's funny because when my mom saw a picture of him, she was like. I did that? I'm like, yeah, mom, you did that. She's like, I mean, to be fair, I'd probably do it again, but like, nah. <laughs> so uh, your dad was off in Japan. What was your mom doing this whole time? Was she just chilling, working? What was she? She was dealing with me. <laughs> she was dealing with you, and it seems like, was that a handful, the way you put it? Oh, hell yeah. Every sport, any sport, uh-huh. nah. She put me in all of it. Mm-mm. Uh-huh. Put me in this activity, nah. Anything that didn't involve me being the center of attention as a goof, I, I, I didn't want to do it. So, like, she put me into acting classes, and she's like, of course, this little narcissistic <laughs> fucking <laughs> Cali kid just wants to be in front of a camera all day. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Hey, that bro, a- acting class is a trip. You ever done any? I've done acting classes. It is, it is pretty wild. I felt like such a outsider. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, there's a different level of being full. Look, we all got an ego, but there's a different level of being full of yourself. I feel like some of those kids are so bred for that environment that, like, I I always feel so laid back, even when I'm energetic and wanting to take the spot. Like, I feel, like, very down to earth. And those kids are just, it's kind of hard to relate with because they're just 24-7, like, mind-controlled by their parents. Like, my son's going to be a star. My son's going to be this. My son's going to be this. And my mom's just like, yo, my kid made it to fucking, like, class today, bro. (laughs) (laughs) He's really killing it. He's really doing it. He's really killing it. Uh, Did you ever meet any? Straight D's, baby. (laughs) (laughs) The Catholic school system sucks. (laughs) So uh, did you go to where did you go to school out here? Culver City, bro. You're Culver City Cavalier. Hell yeah! Is that what they are? I'm a connoisseur of Culver City. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Everyone and their fucking mother knows me. <laughs> oh, dude, you're you're well known around these parts. Well, shout out to you, big guy. Um, so, so Jackie, you know, we we went over your father. How? Uh, it seems like you guys must have had a disconnect if he was living in the woods. How did you guys come back and reconnect after so long? That's funny because he actually, my uncle on my mom's side, uh, who's the, he's a musician, taught me how to play guitar. My dad hit him up through Facebook 
And then my uncle comes over to me, and they're boomers, so they print out these messages. <laughs> they print out, like, check it out, like, as if, like, I'm trying to tap on it. Yeah. Saying, like, hey, your dad tried to get in contact with me. And so I took the initiative to be like, all right, let me go reach out to him, if this is even real. You go, like, hey, Papa Montoya. Bro, he tripped out at first when I hit him up, because he's like, are you my kid? Because he hasn't seen me in years. Yeah. And then he said, like, I've been through your photos, and now that I see your face, like, yeah, you're definitely my son. <laughs> <laughs> like, you are 100% Montoyan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No blood test needed, bro. No, no blood test needed, dude. I, I wish I could meet your dad. That would be a very interesting person. Dude, he's, uh, he's, he's really, it's great, but he's so weird. What is he doing now in Japan? Is he still tutoring? He's he switched out of a, he's not a language teacher now, but now he's doing uh, he's trying to get sponsorship from the government to be a farmer. He does farm of already. What, like wheat? Uh, different veggies, spinach, tomatoes, stuff like that. He wants to mass produce goods though. So right now he's just doing it with his third wife. <laughs> third wife, bro. So technically, he has two wives right now. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And I don't even know if the second wife actually divorced him. She just ran. Turns out, hey, don't have a kid in Japan. This is for the men out there. Because the lady, I don't even know how the fucking law works out here. <laughs> she, can, she can just run with your kid. I mean, for some of you, that's a blessing, but you know. Well, that's crazy because I feel like a lot of people would say the exact same thing about Californian laws. You know, like, oh, watch out. The women are this and the women are that. Yeah, that's that superficial shit. Yeah. Shout out my only girl fans, bruh. Uh, I don't I don't pay for any of it. I just know yeah. them. Don't pay. They don't care about you, bro. <laughs> You're fooling yourself. Where did the only girl fans come from? Bro, I know all of them. <laughs> you know, how do you know all the only girls? Okay, I don't know all of them. I know one of them that showed me a lot of them. <laughs> and I'm like okay with like Dude, I, them. I actually worked in only OnlyFans TV show. There's a TV show. There's multiple TV shows. Uh, I worked a, um, I worked their dating show, and I also worked. Well, no, I also got booked to work their one of their cooking shows. I I just turned it down. I I got a different job that was better. So sure. Um, I was about to say a cooking show. I could see that would be fun. I've actually seen clips. I want to stress enough. Don't buy it. Dude. But <laughs> I want to I want to stress enough this, um, OnlyFans could also be called Only Linebackers, because these women were big, they were well proportioned, well proportioned, look, look great on camera, but like you, they were my I'm five ten, <laughs> like two hundred and some pounds. These girls were wide shouldered like me. Only linebackers, like, yeah, bro. Only linebackers, dude. They were. They look like they could fuck you up. I'm just going to be real with that. I'm like low-key kind of down, too. Dude, I feel like you are into bigger women, right? Kind of. You know what's funny is, like, I grew up around a lot of emo kids. Yeah. And they go two ways, skinny or obese. Mm -hmm. Speaking for the women. (laughs) It's true. But anyways, as I've gotten a little bit more adult... (laughs) I'm down with them thick bitches, bro. <laughs> like, we're I, living in different times. You know what's funny? I got to bring up my mom in this shit. Because she sees the media nowadays, 
And, you know, she's from a different era where females didn't have such fat asses. Yes. And so she's always like, it's disgusting. Are you into this? Are you into this? And she's showing me the shit. I'm like, mom, as I'm like foaming out the mouth, hell yeah. <laughs> she's like, I, I guess so, son. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a thing. So, um, so you reconnect with your dad on Facebook. Yes. How old were you when that happened? Fifteen. Fifteen. My my memory's a little iffy because so in high school. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere right. Yeah. Fifteen. Fourteen. Probably like eighth or ninth grade or something like that. So have you have you met him in real life since then? I did. He came out here. He flew out here for two weeks. We talk all the time. We're always on Facebook chat. That's so. Yeah, super important. You know, mm-hmm. never too late. Never too late. But yeah, he came out here. We had two solid weeks to hang out. Uh, I cried. I laughed. I yelled. I screamed. <laughs> like it was all the good <laughs> shit. <laughs> and That's then great. he he mainly cried. <laughs> <laughs> and he should. But like we also got to spend a good amount of time with each Did other. Did he just come back and stay at your mom's with you? Nah, that would have been fucking down though. That would have been what's up. He was scared. She's like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like <laughs> she's like, yeah, bring him by. He's shorter <laughs> than her too. It's I don't know. It's just it's just how so tall funny. is your dad? He's five five. Like five five or five six. Five five. So he's a short man. Yeah. How tall is your mom? Five seven, five eight. Mm, so she's like a uh, Icelandic woman. Icelandic woman. She's dude. tall woman. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she, Norwegian. She's Swedish. Swedish. That I was close. I mean, I she's close, she's dude. like five seven. That's like a good. Yeah, that's I a was, good height I knew it was Northern Fuck European, dude. <laughs> and I I was right on there. Um. So. You know, like, you, you have all this craziness going on in your childhood. Uh, did that bring you into the rap game? What brought me into the rap game is a good... That's probably just L.A. shit, bro. Because, like, like, my mom, not knowing anything about hip-hop, the only hip-hop she ever listened to was Eminem. So she shows that shit to me. And I'm just like, whoa, bro, lyrical, miracle, spiritual, slim, eh. And then I got older. I'm like, yeah, there's other people to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's yeah. Great. So Eminem was your first entrance into the rap realm. Yeah. But you, you want to know what? I wouldn't even word it that way. It's technically, yeah, it's the first hip-hop I really listened to. But there's other rappers that kind of like made me realize, oh, there's a whole cultural scene behind this. Oh, yeah. So I'm guessing you moved more towards like West Coast rap. Hell, yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's, like it's local. D-O-double-Jizz. Bro. But you know what's funny? You say West Coast, but like one of my favorite rappers is ASAP Rocky, and he's Harlem. He's Harlem yeah. all the way. But he's out here, and he's, bro, he's so ahead of his time. I remember being 15 and 16, just fucking running around, tearing shit up on the streets, being a little hoodlum. Never fucking with anyone, but definitely loitering. Oh, definitely. <laughs> you are the king loiterer. Dude, hey, shout out Loiter Squad. Dead, uh, dead. Yeah. Delete that. Sewer Squad. <laughs> yeah, we on the Sewer Squad. What up? So, dude, you went from you know, Sewer Squad to Loiter Squad. What What's next for you? What's next for me? Bro, hopefully some traction, man. You know what? Consistency. I just want to do this shit, and I just want to like please myself mm-hmm. when it comes to the music aspect, bro. Because, yeah. you know, a lot of artists out there, they fucking they, they grind tooth and nail. They burn themselves out. Oh, yeah. Speaking from experience, you know, you know too. It's, it's so easy to hate your passion, which is crazy. But then you got to do shit like this. I mean, yeah. 
for me, it's so easy to burn out. Um, like I, I get on these podcasts. I'm like, my first goal was like, I'll do one a week. I'll, I'll put out a few clips, do this, do that. Two weeks later, I'm putting two out a week. I'm doing clips. I'm doing reels. I'm doing all this stuff. Yeah, and bro. I'm burnt the fuck out, dude. I'm going back to the one one uh, episode a week. You know, I'm I'm not being overwhelmed. You know, I'm I'm gonna take things one moment at a time, and uh, that's just how it is, dude. You gotta take it. You gotta take it slow, or it's gonna just blow up in your face bro you, know? you gotta collect yourself man yeah dude because it's like we gotta work full-time jobs to live out here and it's expensive in california guys it is bro it's expensive out in california dude it's this is super cliche but it's so easy maybe just for me <laughs> it's so easy to forget what you're even doing it all for or even what you know did you even know in the first place it's just it mm -hmm. you gotta take time for yourself exactly Exactly, dude. But so I mean, could, like, with with the rap, dude. If I was like, "Yo, spit some bars right now," could you just go acapella and just? I could go acapella. Let's see it, dude. Let's let's hear something. Acapella, maybe yeah. shoot out some old lyrics, words they never heard. You know, chirp like a bird. Fuck it, I'm gonna do this shit. Never up, end up on the curve. Actually, it's kind of fun out there. You know what I mean? Spend several years. Yeah, several. Uh, going out on the streets, fucking with a team. Cook up a beat. We don't need a beat just to eat this feast. Probably call up some greens. We in Cali, you know that shit comes straight to your door. I don't give a fuck. I'm out the door. Pass go. Two hundred dollars. Throw it down on the floor. Yeah, two hundred more. Now we playing Monopoly, trying to monopolize. Yeah, set aside. No compromise. I gotta do it this time, anytime. Buster rhyme. No references. Uh, I can't help myself. Uh, I'm in it for the better of myself. Better wealth. Yeah, going to that shit under the table like stealth. Uh. <laughs> you know, dude, that's funny, folks. Savage, right? <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna put some For sure. Yeah. Wait, yeah. you know what? Really quick, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll give a little because I got a, I got a song coming up. Yeah. Which I told you about. It's called a uh, fuck bitch on a thing. Oh, fuck bitch on a thing. Dude. And it What's... goes like goes like this. Fuck bitch on a thing, shit won't sink to the fat lady sing. Fuck bitch, be a hoe just to float that boat. Way out in the deep where the baggage goes. Bada boom, bada bing. Whoops, I mean bada bing, bada boom. I didn't mean to goof like oh so soon, but the tension, tension tense all the way to the bone. Out of the dome, fuck bitch, go roam. Preserve my youth with a cup of the juice and a puff for the booth, for the truth, to the groove. Be a cash 22. Some shit like that, bro. Oh, dude, we could probably throw a beat that, in there that later. Goes hard, I'll send dude. it to you. Dude, but... we'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll figure it out, dude. We'll have fun with it. You know what? Because they'll probably see acapella or someone. Mm -hmm. You know what's so annoying about rap? What's that? So people that are passionate, and you'll know this. You have your mm -hmm. passion. You have your hobby. Throughout your day, there are things that you will do that make you think about, what could I do next with that? Yeah. Now, depending on what it is, say you have a painter. They're out doing their work. Not everything can they, – they can't just practice – nonchalant at any moment they need their materials they might see something and be like that's an interesting color that's an interesting contrast yeah. and it'll give them ideas for rap you could literally do it at any time so sometimes exactly. someone will be talking to me and i'm just like in my head like making lyrics and like this girl's going like do you even, do you even yeah. care about me bro and i'm like oh fuck i don't think i do <laughs> i get it's really bad yeah. bro Dude, it, it is what it is when you got that lyrical beast inside, homie. Ugh. You feel me, dude? That's what, you know, I, I came out, I got the chain on, feeling fresh, dude. Yeah, bro. I didn't bring my bling. I have a piece, but it broke. 
Dad. You know who got it for me? My no. mom, bro. She came up to me. She's like, if you're going to be a rapper, here's your first shed of bling. Oh, and she got me a J chain, bro. Yo, shout out to mom. We, we might have to put a photo up for it or something, dude, bro. We'll put some, a little J chain replica right here. It yeah. broke, dog. I mean, the chain was actual gold, but the diamonds were fake. But I like that. I like hey, fake diamonds on my neck. Diamonds on my chain, dude. What's up? Bro, dude? I'm the first rapper to get his this is, fucking. This chain right here is 100% fake. What? There's no, there's <laughs> I was no, expecting you to come no out. I was expecting you all. to come out swinging like this no, shit. No, <laughs> I do not. Like, honestly, I can't wear this over like two hours because my neck will turn green. Yeah. That's how fake it is. That's yeah. how fake that shit is. Yeah. It's super fake, but guess what? I'm still out here pimping, baby. Dude. That's just what I do. Uh, Play it 24 uh, 7, bro. Uh, uh, Damn, what was I going to say, bro? I had something in mind, but. Dude, we'll get to it on the next one, guys. Yeah, we got to shoot to commercial break, but we'll be right back. Whoa! All right, guys, welcome to Paul Jacoby Podcast Merch Store. As you can see, we got all the goodies. Here's a hoodie. With a little logo on front and on back. That's crazy. We got that. We got coffee mugs. We got t-shirts. We got tanks. We got it all, baby. Now back to you in the podcast. Kaboom. All right, guys, and we're back from commercial break. How you doing, Jake? I'm good, bro. I'm surviving. Dude, did you like like those all that merch right there? The, all the merch on the commercial? I did, dude. Dude, you got to get you a, a fucking sweater. You got to get you a coffee mug, dude. Bro, I'm down with like I'm I'm down with it. You know what's funny? I'm like <laughs> I'm going to be the first rapper to like make it off of some Wish drip. Y'all y'all ever shop on Wish? Dude, it's so much fun spending money on Wish because, like, you don't know what you're going to get. And, like, I bought shoes that I thought were going to be trash, and I wore for a year. And I'm just like, bro. Really? People stop me, like, where you get those? I'm like, what did you like to know, bro? Like, <laughs> hey, they're out your league, homie. Out of your league, dog. Made by a little Chinese kid. Yeah, dude. I think all these shoes are made by a little Yeah, Chinese to be kid. fair. But, I mean, like, <laughs> it's like there's no hiding it on this one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's no hiding it on Wish. You wish you could buy elsewhere is what it stands for, I'm pretty sure. I got me some Yeezys off Wish. I call them Wheezys, though. <laughs> I'm serious. You call them after? I call them Wheezys, bruh. Wheezys. Like, they're like ch- Chinese Yeezys. Like, like Lil Way? Yeah, bro. Introducing Kanye Wong they Wheezys. Why not Cheezys? Because it's too cheesy. <laughs> So so um we're about to go on a dad joke. Yes, now. Jake, you Great are the segue. you are the first there there was no segue. It's just abruption. And uh <laughs> Let's do just it. an explosion of abruptness. But dude, that that is what it is. That is a dad joke. You know, that's how dad jokes work. But guys, I wanna just boom right into Starring Paul Jacoby, hosted by his son, Paul Jacoby. Very confusing, guys. We will get back to that. But I got a little video clip for us. I'm going to have the video clip right here for you guys. But uh, basically what we're going to do is we're going to assess my dad's joke. 
and uh, rate it from zero to 10 and give our full assessment afterwards. So here we go, Jake. We got the dad joke up. I will have that video here for you guys. Paul's dad's bad dad joke, number two. A lady walks into the bar and raises her arm up and says, hey, who's gonna buy me a drink? Sure enough, immediately everyone of you notices that she has a really hairy armpit. And good old Joe down the end of the bar been there a while and he goes, I'll buy you a drink, my little, little ballerina. So the bartender looks at Joe and buys her, gets her a drink. Next thing you know, she powers that down, raises her arm again. So who's gonna buy me another drink? Sure enough, the hairy armpit was out again. Good old Joe down the iron bar goes, I'll, I'll buy another drink, my, my little ballerina. This goes on for about three or four drinks and the bartender finally goes down to Joe and he goes, Joe, how do you know this lady? And he goes, never saw her before in my life. He goes, why do you keep calling her your little ballerina? He goes, because any lady can lift her leg that high has got to be a ballerina. Bad dad joke. <laughs> like you can't prep for it. <laughs> you can't, you can't. Brace for impact, Dude, bro. It is so like an old timey. Hey, but you know what? It's always guess first. Guess first, dude. Zero through ten. What would you rate it? And be be real. Don't hold back. Zero out of ten. I didn't really laugh. <laughs> so dude, that that's part of the assessment. But I like bad movies. I like bad music. Sometimes I like bad sex. <laughs> so <laughs> I think I can't rate it like it's going to be below five, but not below three. It's a three. Three out of ten. You're going to throw out a rook score like that? Yeah. A rookie score? Three. Three. Three out of ten. Boom. How about for a dad joke, though? It's a five out of ten because I didn't slap my knee. <laughs> like, for the, I've heard some good dad jokes out there, bro. Yeah, my dad. My dad, I'm just going to be real with you. You went soft on us there. That was his second joke that he sent me. But I was like, I think, I think Jake might... Appreciate this. He did not. He it, did not. It was low key funny when he stuttered. <laughs> Spoiler. He did not appreciate. It. This is my assessment. Okay. This is my assessment. Performance in it. You know he he performed it well. You yeah. Know, like there's no denying. You got an eight point five dad out of out of ten in performance. Uh, joke itself. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a two. A uh, pretty bad joke. Um, and, and punchline, I'll probably get give a, a two and a half. Okay, that's So you fair. sum all that together, and I'm, I'm going to throw that joke at around a 3.4, probably. <laughs> Boom. 3.4. Paul's bad dad, dad joke. joke. Dad, that was bad. But you're bad to the bone. And I can tell you that much. So, again, eight and a half performance. Then, you know, low score on the joke, like a two punchline two and a half so just just uh dad you're better than that okay let's get wild with it let's get crazy he's he's the type of guy that i've literally heard all of these wild jokes growing up yeah and uh he's he's got the goods man he's so got the goods. he's got the goods yeah I, I can't lie to you dad you got the goods you just need to get out there and uh send me the goods dude better than that so again what did I give him? Uh, 
we have to roll back the tape probably. I think I gave him a 3-3. Three, three. A 3.4. You know what's funny is like four, the other day yeah, on Sass. Not good. I saw a girl with a hairy ass armpit. So like maybe Dude, that's just California. <laughs> maybe I was about to say maybe it's just hit it close to home yeah. for me. <laughs> yeah. Jake's over here like, nothing wrong there. Yeah. You know, what's <laughs> funny? What's wrong with you? Yeah. I should have thought that through. California kid not going to respond to the hairy armpits joke. <laughs> I, I've seen some hairy women. Oh yeah. The yeah. the the hairiest out here. And you know, good for you guys. Not for me. But yeah good for you good for you mm-hmm. you know i'm not really a fan of it yeah. but my, you know my wife's asian she's pretty much hairless <laughs> like i i love it yeah. yeah dude i love it uh my daughter's not gonna like that um she's going to shave her have to shave her legs that's such a trip yeah. actually now my, that bring my that wife up. doesn't sure yeah. She's just no hair on her legs. Yeah. And then your daughter, wow. She's going to be like, F you, Dad. Yeah. And you're like, you know what? Whatever. You know, get get used to it. At least it's not as bad as your grandma. <laughs> Dude, speaking of that, man, I had a, so my great-grandmother, because I didn't know my grandma, but my great-grandmother. Wait, so your mom's mom? My mom's mom. My mom's Wait, mom's mom. Your mom's grandma. Yeah. yeah. We called her, because I grew up with her. And my mom. I was raised by ladies, bro. Oh, dude. We can tell. Yeah. But anyways, uh, my great-grandmother, we called her Gamity. Gamity? Yeah. What's behind Gamity? Gamity is a demonic force to not be tampered with, but we're going to do it. (laughs) Anyways, she's a... Bro, I remember the first time I got brought... I don't remember. I was told the story. I was a baby. So I was brought into the house... And my mom was there. She brings me in. And everyone's like, oh, you know, look at the new member of the family. Yes. And, like, Gamity walks by, and she's just like, get that fucking Mexican out of here. And, like, <laughs> like bro. Oh, <laughs> and if I could say something, I'd be like, whoa, first of all, lady, that's inaccurate. Second of all, fuck you. <laughs> Third of all, I love you too, Graham Graham. So you were raised by racist wolves. Yeah, bro. Dude, and she was she was a fighter all the way. Like I know from people that have passed to my family to other people that I know passed from, you know, usually conditions. My great grandmother would be ninety seven. She lived to be ninety seven years 97, old. Ninety seven, dude. She was up there. She just didn't wake up one day. And I remember when that happened the first time, like uh-huh. I remember going like so Gamity's is she gonna wake up as they're taking her way out on a gurney? And my mom said, No, honey, she's just She's she's gonna go to sleep, you know. This is it for her, okay? You know, and you know, I know you're gonna have to say her bye, but she she went peacefully. Paramedic comes out. Yeah, so she's like bleeding out her fucking brain. <laughs> and I remember hearing that and like the shock on my face. I'm just like and my mom went, out her brain? And I'm like, well well, it's like internal bleeding. How, how old is so, she? She probably had a brain hemorrhage is what they were probably saying. Yeah, bro, but that that's how she went, dude. And, um, just straight thugging. Just straight thugging, bro. She used to, she had a little dog named Dio, and like that was my dog, but not really. And like yeah. she didn't raise <laughs> it. So an unraised dog, an undomesticated Chihuahua named Tio lived with us. Little Tio. Shat on everything, rubbed his ass on everything. And like when we'd question it, Gammy would be like, why don't you leave Tio alone? 
why you gotta bother him? So and then so she's a terrible dog owner, racist, racist, terrible dog owner. But dude, honestly, I'm gonna be honest right now. She's the best. When you, when, yeah, I was about to say when you when you told the story about your grandma passing, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm no, sorry. it's it's cool, bro. Like uh, there was um. I didn't really feel much. <laughs> I'm gonna be real with you. I was like five, and like I'm telling you, she was on top of that. She would just do things to fuck with us. Like she would burn food. She would burn food on purpose. Oh yeah, she'd cook roast beef all the time and like just destroy it. House would smell. Dog shits everywhere. And she's like, my turn. Bombs the bathroom. <laughs> like just like it was hell living with her. So Grammy used to drop the bomb. Yeah. Gamity, bro. Oh, Gamity. She was close with one person, that fucking dog. Tio, dude. Tio. Every Ugh. day, I'd hear, go door, big boy. And like when I was young, I'd be like, whoa, was that me? And, and then I had to realize, no, it's not. She's talking to the dog. It's <laughs> like 12 years old. Tilito. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Gamity so, was funny. So I'm guessing Gamity went, then Tio went shortly after. Yeah, we gave him away. Gamity's <laughs> oh. out. We're like, hey, bro. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And not my saying. I just I was just there to observe and report. And, yeah. Well, but, um, yeah, it got dark there for a second. But, oh, yeah. Hey, we're back. We're back, guys. We're feeling good. So, you know, uh, speaking of feeling good, man, we always try to end these podcasts on a little bit of, you know, what would you tell yourself if you could talk to the 18-year-old, maybe the 16-year-old, uh, Jackie Little Jake, dude, and you go back and say, hey, here's a little bit of advice to make life a bit more easy for you. What would you say? So let's get age specific. 18 is good. Any younger, it's out the ear. Out the ear. In one ear, out the other. And that's the problem. Younger self, listen to other people. Everything's going to be fine. You don't have to do what you think you have to do the next day because it doesn't matter. You need to listen to other people and you're going to learn so much more. I, I can't emphasize that enough. You don't know a goddamn thing. Why are you stressing? How are you supposed to stress about shit when you don't even know what's actually happening? Just listen to people. They've lived much longer than you. They're way smarter than you. And you can be way smarter than them if you just fucking listen. <laughs> so any other more jewels? <laughs> <laughs> any other, uh, other than that, like probably that. younger, I would probably say like, hey, why don't you just do your schoolwork, man? Like, get your mom off your ass. Dude, anything with like, you know, like maybe the rap game. You're like, hey, you know, focus on this. Maybe like... Maybe a little jack. Dump your ex-girlfriend quicker. You need to focus on music. You guys aren't going to last. You're lying. She's cool. It's just not working. (laughs) Is Is she the OnlyFans girl? Nah. (laughs) (laughs) That came, that came somewhere in between and after. In between and after, that sounds like trouble. That's why it didn't work out. <laughs> no, but you know, who knows? Hey, dude, hey, you're still young. You're allowed to have fun, dude. You're not, you know, anchored down like your boy here, married up, locked up, dude. locked up, bro. Yeah, but dude, you'll find a find a fresh little filly for yourself to lock you down eventually. I promise you that. I'm down with that. You yeah, know, dude, it's it's actually great. I love it. Um, 
But I was telling our boy Remo, shout out to you, Remo. Remo. Um, he was talking a little bit. It's like you know, I haven't met a girl yet. Like you know, he wants to kind of settle down. I'm like, dude, it's just not like it's you're not ready. Like it's not that you're not ready. It's just it's not your time. Like it's your time to have fun and be young. You know, like don't dwell on like oh why is this why is not that just trust in the universe on how it you know like everything unfolds in time sure like i'm so happy i wasn't married when i was in my early 20s like i see some people you just couldn't do it yeah Yeah. i would destroy that marriage oh my god there'd be yeah it would be hell to pay jakey jake so much and I feel you on that, bro. Uh, it's just, why, why are you going to afford... The only thing you could do... You can only control yourself. You can't control other people. You know Absolutely. what I mean? So it's like, you might as well just tap into what makes you you and happy and, and see if you can get something out of it. Something actually good. You can get a, something out of it. anything. It's not always good, though. Absolutely. <laughs> Couldn't agree more with you there, Jackie Jake. And uh, other than that, any more you know pearls of advice to... Shit, bro, as a musician, man. And I mean, this is coming from someone that doesn't have a lot of traction, but I have a small little following, group of friends that really like my stuff. More importantly, I have been through thick and thin and a lot of critical observation of my own music, feeling it and not feeling it, to know how talented I am and how much more talented I want to get. Yo, it's all good. It is all good. Whatever, whoever out there is trying to come up with something, just keep doing, keep tapping in to what you can do, what you can do as an artist, and don't trip about it. Don't hate your work. You're not going to listen. Everyone hates their work. But, like, it's normal. It's okay. Just tap in and, like, find yourself. These aren't my words, but once you be you, who else could be you? Yeah, dude. I'm serious. You might you might bite at first to try shit out, but like it's not your potential. Just go find out what like makes you fucking rock. And it might take a lot longer than expected, but so what? Who cares? What just get it done. Get it done, guys. You know, and um, yeah, that's what I tell people. It's like don't sweat, don't sweat, don't live in the past or or the future. Live right now. Yeah. And just go out there, have fun with your stuff. And do what you're passionate about. You know, there's a lot of hot, like for me in these podcasts, you know, like I said, I was getting burned out. I'm still a little bit burned out over some of the stuff. But um, it's like, geez, dude, I, I got to get up and get some work done either way. Yeah. You know, like I, I'll, I'll, I'll have to figure out how to get over this mountain because there's going to be a next one and next one after that, you know. But it's like if you're passionate about something, you don't give up when – yeah, you hit a hurdle. Sure. You, know, you jump over it and you figure it out. That's the thing, bro. Those hurdles, those obstacles, it's not going to get easier. You just get better at it. It's actually going to get way harder and you're just going to get better at it. And then you'll look back and be like, damn, I can handle so much. And there's still so much on your plate. So what? What are you going to do? West Side, baby. <laughs> West Side, gang, gang. What's up? Hey, Dude, shout out to my fucking Culver kids, bro. Dude, shout out I, to are all. Are those the sewer rats? Those are the talking? sewer rats, bro. Really yeah. quick before you go, I know you want to cut, but like, there's a there's a <laughs> hidden part of this little nice neighborhood of Culver City. Dude, let's talk about it. Dog, like, you got kids? Hey, 
why don't you keep an eye on them, bro? <laughs> like, they're doing, they're, they're not at their friend's house sleeping over. They're not over at their homie's place. They're not going to the after-school meetings or programs. They don't give a fuck. Like, they're, they're shooting heroin in a tent down by the freeway. Honestly? (laughs) I mean, like, if you can't get that, there's always glue. There's always something to sniff. But the point is, bro. We have no doubt that you've sniffed plenty of glue, Jay. (laughs) I I knew a girl that we all wanted to get with that sniffed glue. She was a big glue sniffer. She was a big sniffer, bro. (laughs) You could cut the glue. (laughs) But, like, holy shit. But, yeah, man, Culver City's pretty wild. It's a nice neighborhood, but then, you know, it's just that L.A. shit. It's always sweeping shit under the rug. There's a fucking $2 million house across the street. You go two lights over. There's, you know, 40 tents. Yeah, 40 tents and a dead person. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and a dead guy, and like a taco truck, and you and your homies are getting tacos at 3 a.m. I mean, that shit. Imagine what the teenagers are doing that are out roaming. They're just. It's a good point. It's a good point, bro. And my Culver kids know this shit, and my Venice the old kids. sewer rats. Fucking hammy high shenanigans. West LA, what's up? Bruh. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> Just go home. <laughs> Your mom's go making home. food, dude. Be a good kid. <laughs> They're making food for you. Dude, no kid will ever listen to you. No. <laughs> no, bro. No, 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 no. Your mom is making a meal, made your bed. She is breaking her back, her dad. Your dad broke her back, and she broke her back. <laughs> like, what are you doing? And you're out like, nah, fuck that bitch. You're no, dead. fuck you, dude. <laughs> like... Oh, this is great. All right, guys. Well, that's that's the end of episode 14. Jackie Simple Jake, dude. Thank you so much for dude, coming on, dude. I love you, Polly, It's bro. a pleasure having you here. Paul Jacoby, man. Guys, hey. hey, for more information about our boy, Jackie Simple Jake, click in the description below. We, we'll have all of his information, his music, his logs, his Instagram. I got cool shit coming, guys. Got an EP in the works. What? Uh, Just, what's the drop date? We don't have a drop date. We have a recording date, though. December. We have vocals. an Instagram that will tell you all the information you need, guys. It's we gonna do. be hot. Hey, big nutrition's out there killing it, dude. You got a good thing going. Thank you, man. All right, homie. I appreciate it, bro. All right, peace out, guys. Have a good day. Woo, woo. <laughs>